Ready? Yes, I am ready. Let's slate it. Okay, let's slate it. Ready? Ready? Yes. Okay. One, two. Oh. Okay, okay. In sync. Backstreet Boys. Welcome back to the Ronnie and Ernie Show. I am Ron Williams. I am a sommelier and wine specialist, and I am here with... I am Ernie Zahn. I am a filmmaker, and I, um... What am I doing? I am currently um, learning how to... Um... <clears throat> what am I currently learning how to do? Have I told you anything that I'm currently learning how to do? No, not recently. I need a second thing. I need an and. I am, I am journaling. And you're training a new dog. Yeah, I'm. Tra- I'm training. I'm training a new dog. Yeah. Yeah. You have a dog. I do. His name is Puppers. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. My dog Checkers. My puppy dog Checkers. I'm Bumble Dog Chuckers. That's my Nixon impression. It's good. How's it going? It's, good. it's a good Nixon impression. Uh, it's going well. I've had, uh, this is my second class of this in a very short amount of time. So uh, I'm feeling great. Oh, very good. I've only been drinking water today and I won't drink it now because I don't want to do like a, you know, like a bad luck toast. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. So uh-uh. I'll, I'll, I'll abstain for water for the, for the duration of our program today. A program. And, um, yes. so, so, uh, welcome back. As, as you have yeah. just said, we are back. Yep. We have started this just slightly before, I mean, you know, it's hard to, I don't, I don't remember the actual date when COVID-19 was declared a pandemic, but we start March something, we, yeah. we started just before it sometime in February and yes. it was an audio podcast. Then sometime yep. around the summer, we started making moves to do a video podcast and yes. or just a yeah, you know, a, a podcast and then a video program, right? So we have it yes. we have it on Spotify and Apple Music and then we're also here on Instagram. So, yes. Uh We've had a lot of different approaches to the show, too. We've done some more comedic episodes. We've done some stuff that's more directly related to what we're doing at that particular moment, more topical, more, like, relevant to that particular week or month. And um, in the spirit, I think, of what we're going to talk about today, we're going to embrace a little bit of slowness with the content creation here. We want to focus more on higher-quality content that is... um, I just had a call there. We're, we're FaceTiming right now and um, uh, fo- focus more on higher quality content, more, I guess, authentic, authentic content rather than just picking something, um, you know, industry standard like, oh, well, you have to do it every day or you have to do it every week, right? We, we want to create content at a level that is, that is true to where and when we're feeling creative, but we do want to remain somewhat consistent, right? So. Yeah. We're going to try this out monthly for now and then just kind of see where it goes from there. And then from that, I also was thinking about, you know, what are the ways in which we can avoid some of the trappings of high volume, consistent content, right? That's kind of disposable. Um, Yes. And I think uh, we should kind of go all the way back to, you know, the roots. The the name of the show is The Ronnie and Ernie Show. Who are these two people? 
All right. And should you go first? Or well, I think we it, uh, it uh, to go to go phonetically, right? Your your name comes up first in the title, right? Oh, okay. Is it phonetically? Right. Yes. Is that is that the right word to describe it chronologically? It's not. I guess chronologically. Our title's non-linear. Yeah, it's just, yes. it's a title, and um, it's like name partners in a law firm. Yeah. So you go with what sounds best, I think. Right. So I think Ronnie and Ernie always had a better ring to it. Uh, ring than Ernie the or the Ernie Ronnie the Ernie and Ronnie show, yeah yeah. So, Ronnie, as you are affectionately known when you're in trouble yes. by your parents, but then also, <laughs> <laughs> but then also uh, when you were younger, and then we we embraced it once again for the title of the show just because it fits better than the Ron and Ernie show. It sounds like one of us is like ready to have fun, the other one's kind of a stick in the mud. Right? So, the Ronnie yes. and Ernie show. Like Niles Crane and Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good rendition of The Odd Couple. That would be great. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. Um, yes. So, Ron. Ronnie. Yes. Uh, With a Y. I, yeah. I'm thinking about how... Um, you know, how you got started with your line of work. You are a sommelier and wine specialist. You're certified, so you've actually studied this and you've earned a certification, which anyone who has the same passion that doesn't necessarily, you know, discount or discredit their knowledge or their skills or their passion, but it's just it's just a testament that you would invest the time to also take this extra step with your passion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, uh, tell how, how did you come into it? Um, so I am a first-generation American. My mother was born in Sicily. My grandparents uh, and the rest of the family came over uh, in the late 60s when my mother was still relatively young. Um, so, you know, she was, she kind of had a, a mixed experience there, spending her childhood and then her adult life here. Right. And um, brought me back as well, uh, pretty much every summer from at least when I was nine. Um, so I spent quite a lot of time in Italy, uh, with family, um, both in Sicily, but also quite a lot of time in Florence mm -hmm. and Florence is my favorite city in the world, um, for many, many reasons, but it's, I, it, it's a magical place. Um, all the while just around Anytime I was in Italy, here, with family, whatever, there, food, there was an emphasis on food and the experience of sharing a meal and having that be very important. Every Sunday with my grandparents, uh, this is every, you know, Italian-American's story, it's Sunday at the grandparents for lunch. And it was a big bowl of pasta with some kind of sauce. Um, that was no different with my family. And that tradition kind of carried on and Sunday lunch is a special thing, you know. We may it may be a lot smaller group, but um, it was a time for healing and coming together as a family and sharing in food and usually wine. And um, I felt like I had I didn't want to go the commercial. I didn't want to go the the chef route and you know be a line cook and then work my way up in a restaurant. As much as I love cooking. Um, I was always more curious about the wine side, and so that was very daunting to me, and it still is to this day. Um, I 
I realize how little I know about wine. The more I learn, the more I realize how little I know. Um, but yeah, my, my passion for, for food and wine really stems from uh, an idea of, um, you know, what I experienced as with my family. There's just a lot of love and, and care and, and time that goes into the meal. And it's, it, it, it's sacred. And I, I, I like that. Well, that's, that's really beautiful. I, I think about, um, I, I'm hearing, I'm hearing from you, uh, that, you know, this passion of yours, wine and spirits, this is deeply tied to family, to healing, to community, to heritage, to, to, would you say to ancestry as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sicily is, feels like home as much as Florence or, or, you know, the United States does. So, and, uh, I, we were talking a little bit about this off camera too, and you were talking about the experience of, you know, there's something about that, that happens either within the household or it happens back in Italy and Sicily, but it's hard to kind of grab a hold of otherwise around the United States and your experience, right? This idea of, yes. of, of kind of like, and I don't know if, I don't know if the right term is like the overculture of the United States or the popular culture of the United States, not in a Star Wars comic book sense, popular culture, but just sort of like the mainstream, yeah. you know, industrialized culture, let's say of the United States doesn't really value the slowness that, uh, you know, arguably is required in order to access those things like community like presence with your family and i'm you know presence meaning having like being present with your family right yes and exactly. um and also just you know what you were talking about with healing like how, how how does healing play a role for you in that and and how are you reminded of that you know on a daily basis with your work um i, I having been needing to recover from ailments in the past um we've spoken on the podcast about both of our health issues so you know um ibs and crohn's mm -hmm. but um there is something just deeply deeply healing in partaking of a of comfort food and not just you know something that tastes good but is also incredibly good for you and wholesome and healing and and um you know, will will literally heal you physically as much as it does as mentally or emotionally. At the end of a day, when you know, I I've had a rough day. I want I want some comfort food. I want a meal that I that will help shake the day off. And a drink helps with that also. <laughs> uh, and wine has uh, the polyphenols are are linked to like lower blood pressure and all these you know crazy health benefits from. Resveratrol, I think, is the resveratrol. 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 I, I have I have the supplement. Resveratrol. Yeah. Okay, all right. Whatever it's called, yeah. it's a polyphenol. Is that pretty accurate? Um, sure. Yeah, and it's good for you, mind, body, and soul. How, and I like that. <laughs> how do you take what you're passionate about? This very this very personal experience to you. How do you how do you turn that into something that you share with other people professionally? Um, well, through the 
hopefully through the content that I provide on my Instagram channel, if you come to to see a recipe or, or a wine uh, a wine profile, um, I hope first of all that you'll learn something, but also that you know I can share those experiences. Um, I I did a post honoring my my grandmother um, on one of her birthdays recently. Uh, she would have been. 90 I believe Mm. Um, and she uh, my mother's mother my nana Juanina um, profoundly influenced um, pretty much every aspect of my consumption of food from a young age Um, because I would from every time every Sunday from basically when I was like nine um, I would be cooking with her, and she taught me everything I know in the kitchen. Her and Jacques Pepin on television. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, her meatballs, the pasta, the sauces, her bread, her cookies. Um, she was definitely not as much a baker and more a, sh- a cook, a chef. Um, the precision of baking was not something she subscribed to. Um, she frequently eyeballed measurements with, like, using a coffee mug mm. to measure things out. And um, I admire that, uh, the the art there, but, like, when I enjoy baking, I enjoy the science of it. Hmm. I like the precision. So you, um, you kind of find, you, you find value in kind of what what you've gained from that ancestral connection, but then also discovered for yourself the ways in which you like to express it as well. Kind of... Yes. Yeah. Um, honoring honoring the past while recognizing your present, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, she... Um, she was the, like, the, the epicenter of all the food and... And those experiences and all those meals for any holiday, for every Sunday, was her kitchen and, like, her cooking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let's... And just everywhere in Italy. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you sharing all that. That's that's wonderful. I, you know, it's 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 so great to, to know. You know, and I honestly, completely being honest here, I didn't know a lot of that actually about your background and how and how and how that connects so deeply to to your career to your profession you know and uh, it's actually funny I was uh, this this might be a cliche to some people but it's it still meant so much to me when I heard it I was um I was down in Las Cruces recently and I was passing by someone um on the street near uh, Mesilla Plaza and um they were uh they were around, I think, like 85 or so and just struck up a conversation about life and about meaning and about, you know, f- you know, cultivating, you know, value and all that. And one of the things she said, and again, I think, you know, some people might find this to be cliche, but I, and nonetheless, I thought it was like a profound thing was, um, you know, if, if you love what you're doing or if it's connected to love, then you never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. And uh, and what you're describing to me sounds like that. So I'm 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 genuinely happy for you that you found that and that um, that you're continuing to pursue it and and just kind of see how and what way it grows from here. 
I am uh, eager to find out myself. <laughs> and just to do a shameless so, plug, how can people find out about this thing that you love so much? Uh, you commercial. can follow me on Instagram. Commercial! That's fifth element. Okay, go ahead. Um, yes. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. At the Bon Vivant Official. T-H-E-B-O-N-V-I-V-A. Perfetto. Grazie mille. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us today. And next time we'll talk about me. Because I'm... Yes. Well... Because I have questions to ask. Ronnie and Ernie. I got to ask you a question. Ernie is... um, Ernie's next. Okay. Wait, I have a joke. Because last time we talked about champagne in the previous episode. Okay, yeah. Okay. So you asked me about like champagne and brute. Right. Brute is one end, the driest end of a scale of sweetness. Uh-huh. Right? So it gets sweeter okay. as you go to extra dry, dry, sec, right? In in French, it would be sec and then demi-sec, mm-hmm. right? So um, what is Paul McCartney's favorite style of champagne? Well, I think I might... Um, no, it does it, does it come at the end of Get Back? Yes, it does. At the, at the very end of Get Back. Yes. (laughs) So sweet in French, the sweetest style of champagne is. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, at the Bon Vivant official. For mm-hmm. everything that Ron or Ronnie is doing. Yes, indeed. And uh, feel free to DM him. He loves questions. We, you, you got some, you got some good questions about spirits and actually beer recently, right? Yes, so, I did. Um, um, yes, we will be covering crisp lagers in, a, in an episode very soon. Very cool. I'm looking forward to that. Until next time, I will see you here on uh, the gram. Yes. All right. Ciao. Bye.